Welcome back to another episode of Gen Z Faith in Action. I'm your host, David Markham, and today I am solo, actually. It's been a really busy time, and that is why Isaac has not been on for a couple of weeks. Thank you so much, Pastor Elijah and Alette, um, for always bringing a great um, episode, great word with y'all. I want to thank you, everyone, for your support and sharing the podcast, and I encourage everyone uh, to share a podcast on your social media and just send it to a friend. You know, one text and one share goes a long way. Well, today, I want to talk real quick, and the title of this, as you guys have already seen, is called You Can't Stay the Same. And I just turned 19. I'm about to start college in the fall, and I cannot wait. There's going to be a lot of change, though. Habits will change. I can't wake up whenever I want at whatever time. I will have to love school again or at least try to get my work done again. I'm going to have to find a new schedule for work. I'm going to have to make new friends and then find my way around a new city, which I've been there three times, I think. I've been there three times at Charleston and the traffic down there is crazy. Like I thought Avon, Indiana traffic was crazy. No, that crazy, that traffic is crazy down there. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to find my way around a new city. And, you know, this is a big life decision. Deciding to move across the country for college. <laughs> and a big decision like that requires change. I can't keep doing the same things I'm doing here. I have to change. And this is just like our relationship with Jesus. When we come into a relationship with Jesus, we can't stay the same. We actually have to apply the scriptures that we are taught to our lives and then, hey, live them out. We can't keep living the same way. We can't keep hanging out with the same friends. We can't keep gossiping. We can't, you know, just keep doing the same Friday night, Saturday night, weekend type of things. We must love good and hate evil. We must change and not stay where we are at. Well, some may say, um, I thought Jesus changes you instantly and we don't have to do anything. Or it's impossible for my situation. You don't know what I'm going through. Or how do you expect me to do that? And I want to address the first statement. This is a thought. There is a thought that once we believe in Jesus and become followers, that we don't have any responsibilities. That is false. Jesus does change everything about our heart. He does. But once we are once we have a have Jesus in our life, the Holy Spirit begins to convict us and shape us to be more like Christ, but we have a responsibility. And Jesus says this, whoever wants to be my follower or disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. 
So what does denying ourselves mean? We're going to talk about that for the next couple of seconds here. It means giving up the things we do we do to satisfy our wants. It is giving up our selfish and sinful desires. Like we are sinful and selfish people. We do a lot to satisfy our wants, our, our, our pride, our anger, our lust. Denying ourselves is taking the humble position of serving others before ourselves. In the kingdom of God, the first is last, and the last is first. Um, Pastor Elijah, one of the uh, first things he taught me when I started hanging out with him on um, on the weekdays during COVID was um, that right there. The first shall be last and the last shall be first. So when we were in line, like in church, like for breakfast, um, a lady named Miss Carla, love her to death. She would make breakfast for everyone. She made amazing food, okay? And I would, you know, I want to get my food first. And he looked at me like, David, Get in the back of the line. Let everyone else go first. Have you asked if, you know, Susie has gotten her food? Have you asked if, you know, Coonley has gotten his food yet? Uh, no, I haven't. Sorry. He's like, David, the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of God, the last is first. The first shall be last. And uh, this is denying ourselves. That second part of that verse you must deny them that whoever wants to be my follower, you must deny themselves and take up their cross. Taking up your cross means to suffer like Christ suffered. And through the suffering, you are made holy like Christ. That right there is what we are created to be holy. And the suffering is not literally getting nailed to a cross and crucified. We always think that, like, we're going to suffer, we're going to be murdered, you know. No, no, it's not like that. But it is, again, not being able to punish the people who punish you. Our suffering is God's perfect work in us. And I love this verse in Romans 5, verses 3 and 5, to further explain why our human suffering is good because we look at Jesus suffering on the cross. It's really unjust. Perfect man did nothing wrong. Um, and his own people, the, the Jewish people arrested him. And then the Roman government, you know, crucified him. But Romans five tells us this, that we can rejoice too. When we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character. And character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. That's Jesus. And this hope, right there, will not lead to disappointment. For we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Suffering is for our own good. 
it helps us with the trials that will to come. Suffering, the things that happen at work, the things that happen at school, the things that happen with your own family are for your own good. Now, God's not up in heaven like, yes, I want to suffer you know, you with all this pain. I want to make you suffer. No, 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 no. No, no, no. He's not like planning your downfall. He's not praying on your downfall, okay? But when these trials, these challenges do come, we can look to him to give us the strength because the Holy Spirit is in our hearts to fill us with his love and his love is steadfast. His love never leaves us. So suffering is for our own good. And I want to talk about this other statement. It's impossible to change from my situation. Like you don't know what I'm going through. The addiction is too hard. These are lifelong friends. I can't leave them. You know, let me tell you this sin dies when you tell it to obey Christ. Sin dies when you tell it to obey Christ. You know why? Jesus was given dominion and power over sin and darkness. Let me read that again. Jesus was given dominance, or sorry, dominion. Jesus was given dominion and power over sin and darkness. So I want you to declare his death and resurrection. Jesus' death and resurrection gave you new life. I love this verse in Colossians 1. Isaac and I talk about this almost every time we meet, how Colossians just gave me so much hope and so much um, confidence that in Jesus' death and resurrection, I can overcome things. But Colossians 1, 13 and 14 says that, For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. We have freedom from sin and darkness through Jesus. This is something really simple but powerful. Uh, When you are tempted by the enemy or feel stuck in a cycle of sin, you know, stuck in bad habits, you can declare Jesus' death on the cross. You can say, God, I believe that your son Jesus died for my sins on the cross. That reminds Satan that he is defeated and he has no power over you. And that is where you get your freedom. When I'm tempted, I declare scripture found in Galatians 2. No longer I who live, but it's Christ in me. God is in me, so nothing is impossible. And I want to encourage you today. You can defeat the cycles of sin Because Jesus already did, and he lives in you. You can defeat Satan. Actually, Jesus already did. We're not fighting for victory. We are fighting from a place of victory. And I did not create that line right there. That is from um, a worship leader from Belonging Co. One of the songs, she says it. And it might be even... It might even be in scripture. I don't know. But I know it is hard to break free from relationships that aren't benefiting you. Friendships or, you know, they're dragging you down. You may feel obligated to save friends, but let me tell you this. 
they were never your friend if they won't support your spiritual or personal growth. They were never your friend. Let them go. If no one's going to support your spiritual or your personal goals, your growth, they were never your friend and you need to leave. Set boundaries, guys. As Christians, we're called to be in the world, but not of it. We talk about influencing our friends, but influence and be a light in the world, but also salt, which corrects evil. We should share the gospel with our friends who are in sin, but should not let it lead us into sin. Let your transformed life with Christ witness to your friends. Let your new freedom, your joy, your peace be like, wow, there's something different about them. I want to find out. I want to know like what happened. You can live a life of freedom when you come and surrender to Jesus. The enemy's sole purpose, guys, is to steal, kill, and destroy us. That's it. Jesus came to give life and life to the fullest. So the sin in your life is designed to gradually steal your joy, kill your gifts, and destroy your faith. Sin weakens and tires you, but there's hope. There's always hope. Jesus said this in Matthew 11, Come to me, all who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke, my discipline and correction upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. So maybe you've been searching a lot of things. You've been going to a lot of self-help books and maybe you've just been like asking all your friends, like, what should I do? Your parents, I hope, you know. And you've been going to a lot of things to find relief from pain. Guys, I say this a lot, but our generation is looking for all the right things in all the wrong places, but it's Jesus who we should come to. Come to Jesus. Tell him everything. Come to Jesus with a humble and repentant heart. Let him know your worries. Tell him your struggles. Write them out. Pray them out. Sing them out. Whatever you got to do, tell him. And when you tell him, though he already knows, you won't hear an angry dad or a, you know, I told you so. When you come to Jesus, you will hear, welcome home, son and daughter. Be with me. It's going to be okay. And then you're going to hear, hey, get back on your feet. I've given you strength and I've given you courage. The devil can't hold you anymore. Confessing out loud something deep in your heart brings out so much peace. There is peace and surrender and there is new life with Jesus. If you are new to being a Christian or maybe you have been one for a long time and you're starting to navigate how to live your life, it's not too late to change. 
And this episode is not meant to shame anyone. It is to encourage you that through Jesus and Jesus alone, you can break bad habits. You can conquer sin in your life. You can change and become holy like God is holy. And I'm praying for everyone right now. And if you need encouragement or a specific prayer request, please don't hesitate to hesitate, sorry, to DM us on Instagram at Gen Z Faith in Action. And if this episode helped you or encouraged you in any way, please share this with everyone on social media and also send it to a friend. I feel like a text is more personal, you know, make someone feel they're valued and seen. And hey, again, you can live in freedom. You can be free from sin. You can be free from bad cycles. You know, I, I encourage you, like we talk about a lot, don't do this alone. There are several um, outlets, um, devotions you can read. Uh, I'll share some on Instagram in the next couple of days. Um, you know, I'll just give you one. The Bait of Satan by John Bevere is a good one. Um, he's actually got an app called Messenger X that's really, really good. It's got a lot of devotions, a lot of uh, plans you guys can go through with your friends. They're really cool. Um, but guys, I love you guys. I'm praying for everyone. And I just hope you guys have a great week. Again, if this encouraged you, send it to a friend. Um, post on social media. You guys keep living for Jesus. Keep making him known. And just day by day, building your faith. Have a great week, everyone.